from APM American Public Media. This is the American Radio Works podcast. I'm Stephen Smith. A new international survey of 15-year-olds shows that students in the United States are pretty good problem solvers. The Program for International Student Assessment, PISA, gave the test to 85,000 students in 44 countries that belong to the OECD. The Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development wanted to learn whether young people are being prepared for 21st century jobs. Test takers were asked to solve problems for which the answers were not immediately obvious. In other words, they had to be creative to apply skills and knowledge beyond a particular subject area. On the podcast this week is the chief author of the report. He is Francesco Avizati. He is an analyst for the OECD, and he joins me from Paris. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I understand this was the first time that the PISA test looked into problem-solving ability. Why did the OECD decide that this was an important question to ask at this time? Now, when you think of today's 15-year-olds, they will have to cope with a changing environment. Many of them will work in jobs that do not even exist today. Uh, They will have to use tools to which they had no introduction in school. So the aim of school really, perhaps more than ever before, is not just to learn for school, but to learn for life and to be able to learn and engage in unfamiliar situations and to solve problems that you have never seen before. That's why we wanted to test these skills um, beyond the curricular subjects, which were also tested at the same time for these students. Can you give me an example of a kind of question you would ask that uh, requires this problem-solving ability? Yes. Yeah, so in a, in a typical task, uh, you have to imagine, for instance, that you just arrived at a hotel. Uh, the room is way too cold for you. Now, you see on the wall there's a control panel, something that looks like a control panel with three sliders, but you can't find the instructions for it. So what you have to do actually first is to try the different buttons, try the different sliders, set up an experiment, in fact, to see which slider has what effect. Once you have done this, then we will be able to lower the air conditioning and to solve your problems. A good problem solver in this case is someone who has a systematic strategy to explore each button in turn, to try out each combination, come up with all the different hypotheses and test them in turn. That's actually where the best uh, countries excel. A bad problem solver just pushes the different buttons, hopes for some effect that goes in the desired direction, but is not able really to learn from it how to control a complex system. Now, the PISA test has long uh, tested subject areas, and the United States hasn't done as well as a number of other countries on sort of subject area reading, math, and that kind of thing. Uh, How did it score? How did the U.S. score relative to other countries in this problem-solving realm? The United States uh, scored slightly above the average of the 44 countries that took part in the test. That means that they did better than one could expect just based on their performance in the core subject areas. They still lacked trail the other countries that came on top of the test of mathematics, reading, and science, which are mostly found in the East Asian area. So Japan, Singapore, Korea are the top three in terms of the problem-solving results, and they're also found among the top countries when it comes to mathematics. What about at the bottom end of the scale? Any surprises there in terms of uh, countries that normally don't do well on the the subject areas and aren't doing well in terms of problem-solving? Not really at the bottom, but uh, similar to the United States, England actually also performed better in problem solving than they did in curricular subjects where they're about average. 
Italy did also perform better than uh, in curricular areas. There are some countries that did uh, perform worse in problem solving than one could expect based on their performance in curricular areas. And those uh, include, for instance, Spain, Poland, Shanghai. Shanghai still is above the, uh, the US, but now is actually much closer and performs at about at the same level of the best Canadian provinces, for instance. Is this kind of problem solving something that you think is primarily taught in schools, or could there be a, a societal sort of phenomenon going on here as well? We have to think of this test as a test for 15-year-olds. So 15-year-olds certainly spend much of their time actually in school. And in fact, a lot of things that you learn at school are very useful in this test. So to come back to the example I gave you before, it, it is testing whether when students see an experiment in biology class, they also learn how to set up their own experiment when they have to understand cause and consequence in a completely different context. So logical reasoning, drawing conclusions from the evidence, these are all skills that you learn at school. Now, it's also true that depending on how much society uh, puts value on these kind of practical skills and on, in contrast maybe to learning curricular subjects, some of the differences that we see across countries in terms of the performance may be explained by this. And one interesting fact that we see is that social background actually tends to matter less for performance in problem solving than for performance in mathematics. We interpret this as evidence that, in fact, opportunities to learn how to solve problems arise in all kinds of social contexts and all kinds of environments. There's no need to have a strong academic background in order to um, give your kids experience with solving problems and learning from unfamiliar situations. What did the survey say about relative socioeconomic status? So the survey still shows that students who come from poorer backgrounds tend to perform less well than students from better backgrounds. But when you look at the strength of this association, so how much origin is destiny in terms of uh, performance, that's much less true in problem solving than it is in mathematics. In mathematics, there's a very strong association between your socioeconomic background and your performance, probably because opportunities to learn mathematics are very inequitably distributed across the socioeconomic differences, whereas opportunities to learn problem solving, they can also occur in, uh, in poorer background. But on the whole, still, we see that on average, it's not possible to actually be a good problem solver without also having learned the subjects at school. So the relationship still is one that shows poorer results for the uh, more disadvantaged students than for the more advantaged students, probably because disadvantaged students have not access to the best schools and to the best education opportunities where they learn those problem-solving skills in addition to the subject knowledge. What should schools in countries like the United States who did not come out on top of this test of problem-solving, what should they be doing better? They should try to connect the what they what students learn at school with uh, real life situations. They should try to guide students towards applying their knowledge out of school as well. And this is possible if they model uh, solution strategies and if they explicit make them explicit when they are taught in school so that students recognize when these patterns uh, can be applied outside of schools. What's also important is to capitalize on the motivation of students that comes from seeing their knowledge being applied in real life contexts in, in things that they think are important. So for countries like the United States, actually, this is not a problem. 
Students are very motivated when it comes to solving real-life problems. They are engaged. They, they do not give up at the first difficulty. But this is not the case when it comes to actually a geometry problem or to a, an algebra problem. So if teachers are able to make those connections, then probably algebra and geometry will also improve in tandem with problem-solving skills. Francesco Avizati, thank you so much. You're welcome. Francesco Avizati is an analyst for the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development and author of a new survey of high school students' problem-solving ability. He joined me from a studio in Paris. You can find more podcasts about high school achievement and other issues in K-12 and post-secondary education at our website, AmericanRadioWorks.org. While you're there, browse our archive of more than 100 documentary projects and let us know what you think of our coverage, AmericanRadioWorks.org. We're on Facebook at American.RadioWorks and on Twitter at AMRadioWorks. Support for American Radio Works comes from Lumina Foundation, the Spencer Foundation, and the William and Flora Hewlett Foundation. I'm Stephen Smith. Thanks for listening. This is APM, American Public Media.